We're gonna try this again. I'll change scenery. Still change scenery. Um, take it out. room to oven. It feels like a fucking gooch in here, but you know. We'll live. We, we, we live. You can't feel like a gooch is a gooch is a fridge. I'm already okay. gaskin, so The gooch is the fridge to your butt. I know, but it can't feel like in a It's like, you know. It, you said in a gooch. I mean, it, it's, it's possible. <laughs> People go face women, man. People yeah. do it. People are strange out here, man. Very strange. But we're getting off topic. Anyway. So. On February, what was it, the 4th? It was the 4th, right? On, so on February 4th, 2018, the New England Patriots. Third. Oh, whatever. Fourth, third, who gives a fuck? Man, Super Bowl. <laughs> what happened? Man. Honestly. It doesn't matter what happened, y'all lost! This is true. Patriots did lose. Now, let me break this down. I'm a giant fan. So three teams I automatically do not ever want to see prosper in the history of the motherfucking National Football Association is the Cowboys, Washington. They don't even get the right to say they're fucking. Cowgirls. Sorry, you mean Texans Junior? <laughs> the, <laughs> the Washington Indians. <laughs> and the what? Philadelphia Ducks. The Ducks. You know what? I'm gonna, explain, America. I'm gonna explain the punk behind the, the Washington Cleveland's because you know the Cleveland <laughs> don't have that logo no more. That's why that's so funny. They don't have that logo. They're not supposed. They, they can't even like show the logo. What you talking about, Cleveland? The Indy, you heard the, uh, about the Indians' new logo? What is it? LeBron, nigga. So we get to that later. <laughs> LeBron grinning. Yeah. It's LeBron like. Is LeBron doing the cheap Wahoo but Is LeBron, LeBron with like one of those little half broken cigarettes? Like it's bent and everything, and he got like a do rag on. That's it. Nigga said a do rag. Some flip flops, tank top, got cleaning house. Got one of those Beamer hats with all those little tennis hats. <laughs> yeah. I was back with the place feather like this. These motherfuckers crazy. We got to get them. You know, now we're going to hear about the Browns logo too. It's not going to be the Bulldog no more. We talk about that later. What is it, Bull Bull? <laughs> 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 Alright, but back to the Super Bowl. I mean, it was a good Super Bowl. I no, it wasn't. Defense was trash. No, it wasn't. I'll explain. Listen, I, if I wanted to see a fucking... If I wanted to see the BCS happen all over again, I watched the BCS when it happens in the beginning of the fucking new year. Now a whole extra month when I expect fucking the NFL to actually pull something off. Like, not having the fucking Philadelphia Eagles win a Super Bowl! You know, you know why uh, I feel like the Eagles really needed to win this No, they do not need no, to win! No, I mean, just, just, just listen real quick. Just no! Just, just hear it out. Either way, what happened in the Super Bowl, even though the Patriots lost, the Eagles lost, Philly was going to become a war zone, regardless. Yeah, so, kind of right there. What's the best thing to do? We, we got it. Well, fuck it. They might as well win. Either way, it's going to be a war zone. People going to get arrested. So, see it like this. Nobody got arrested. I, but that's the funny thing. That, Nobody yeah. got arrested. Okay. Let me, let me calm down. That's not happening. Retract the giant thing. That's retract the giant thing, yeah, which will not happen. At least, wait, no. But let me retract the sports. The Giants were in the Super Bowl, though. Shut yeah. the they fuck up. <laughs> they were, though. The Shut up. We'll get, we'll get to that later. I'm just saying. But. That's why the Patriots lost. Sports. Sports. Eli's out three of us. Yeah. 
You mean Eli's three and all, not zero three. Yeah, three and all. My bad, three and all. See, see, Pedro's franchise versus shit. Exactly. Can't help. You know. <laughs> can't help. Anyway, anyway. For sports fans aside, that's just how Philly is. That's literally our normal fucking day for Philly. I'm dead ass. And it's like Philly as a city, everything else about Philadelphia is a is beautiful. But I just hate the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. You know what's funny? With a dying passion. We ain't gonna talk about they had the easiest fucking schedule of all time. This was worse than like the the 2015 fucking Atlanta Falcons. That they basically gave them a fucking first seed and they still fucked up. Oh, you mean that's what happened? That's what happened with the Eagles. They played like almost all teams under 500. Exactly. Literally, and then coast in the in a, in a, in a, in a playoffs. They had a they fucking they had a um, they had a fucking a few mistakes from the Atlanta game. They had the fucking Minnesota Vikings on a hangover. That's why they fucking lost. Pretty much. You know, it the, was the ghost of Carson Palmer's career possessed oh Case Keenum. Oh man. That's what happened. We're not gonna talk about hangovers. We don't use that as an excuse. Let's not talk about what happened with the same case. Session was sad. Good, bro. On the ball, and it's like, oh, the ball's coming. Oh. What's that? I think that's 25. Touchdown. Oh, damn. We lost. Fuck. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Next year. Like, okay. Falcons game. I'm like, um, got a single touchdown on the phone in that Falcons game. Got one by field goals. Like, how the Super Bowl won by field goals. I mean. So the Eagles had 13 field goals and a safety to the Patriots' 11 field goals. Let that sink in. Yeah. All field goals. Most field goals ever in the Super Bowl. You, you, between two teams. You know, you know what's funny? This is probably the most interesting thing about this Super Bowl. For the simple fact of the Eagles winning the Super Bowl literally overshadowed the fact that uh this dude admitted that he fixes games for the Patriots. Notice no one talks about that anymore. Yeah. That's not even a thing anymore. Like at all. It's oh, the Eagles beat the Patriots, the Patriots lost. Well, that's great and all, but Who's gonna actually like tackle the fact that Roger Goodell was fixing games for the, the Patriots, and he had openly admitted this, like. But I, I and he, he, what makes it funny, he compared the NFL to the WWE. On top of that, that's the funny thing. He's it's like he's trying to build a storyline here. It's, he's trying to give it like some edge. You I mean, know? maybe maybe Vince should take some fucking pointers. Yeah. Before you know it, I guess Payne's gonna come out of retirement. Two years from now, Payne's gonna. Neck. Payton's gonna come out of retirement with, with for the what Royal neck? For, with, with what neck? What's she gonna be? Who need to be a neck? Who, need, who needs a neck to be in the Royal Rumble? She comes to the orangutan. <laughs> she be a fit orangutan. <laughs> What's this? Entry number thirty-one. Peyton Manning. He's got a chair. God damn it! <laughs> I can see it now. It's gonna be an interesting promo. Like, women's. You can see women's Royal Rumble again. What is that orangutan? Why that? Why is that spider? Why is Wait, that spider monkey fit? What's so going on? Oh Rory shit! Rumble now? It is Paige. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, let's let's get down to it. <laughs> Whoa. Let's let's get back to the game. First and fucking foremost. No defense. You know that was that was one. Of, that what was a very defense? that was a very good college football game that I watched. What, what is defense? You, Oregon Ducks. Second of all, wait, second. Hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. Focus that defense. Then you ever played? What like, defense? Just listen. You there was no defense. No, you're right. But you ever played like the old football game? It was like. like but just listen. It was like Tecmo Bowl. And you throw the like, ball. Like what the fuck are these controls, B? Why they moving so slow? But Why they moving so slow? You throw the ball and then you pause the game switch your control over to the other team and they, the defender that's running you just switch it back all the way that way that's exactly what that game looked like 
like completely. Like no one just decided to tackle properly. It's like, oh, he caught the ball. Oh, he scored. All right. Fuck it. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. But seriously, breakdown. We we have that half-ass first quarter. I I forgot it even fucking happened when you had field goals on field goals. Both kickers are getting fired. Explain yourself. I mean. It's nothing to really explain. Vestowski, it's nothing to really say about that. I didn't even expect that. One, okay, that's that's fine. Two. Bill Belichick was handing out hands to everybody except for Brady that game. The, the thing is though, and the referees got punched. Vestowski's really gone. Like he's gone. Like that's not even that's not even like oh maybe he'll stay. No, he's gone. Like. You missed two field goals in the Super Bowl? Well, you're gone. Give you're, me your good leg. Yeah. I'm taking it. You're done. Like, what, what happened in Avengers? He's like, hey, it's me. Hey, hey, hey. Look, you're done. You're done. No, I can still. No. You're done. We're good. Go home. Like, I'll, t- I'll call out May. You're done. Go home. You're done. Yeah, that's, that's like, exactly no, what's going to happen. Like, There's it, no, and it's like, because if you break down all the fuckery that happened in the first quarter, if this motherfucker makes both his field goals, Instead of being down by eight, you're down by three. Four, yes. Because he missed the point after touchdown and yeah, yeah. Point after the touchdown. And you missed a regular field goal. You're down by fucking three. Mind you, he missed the field goal. It was a- he missed the field goal first. He missed the field goal first. That was in the first quarter, but he makes that. It's seven. It's seven. It's six. It's no. He makes. He makes that on um, field goal. It's six to three in the first quarter. Two field goals bad. for one field goal. Not, Not bad. Take that. And then you go into the second quarter and then you do the damage in the second quarter and then that makes the third quarter that much more painful. It changes the dynamic of the game. And then, and then you, when you you add that with the point after touchdown, let's just say everything else happened and you just make the last two, the, um, those two field goals. Instead of being down by four, instead of being down by eight, you're down by four. Not to mention that the dumb shit that Brady Cooks did. Time out, wait. We 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 about to. I'm about to get to that. Popped. <laughs> we about to get. First and foremost, he died. First and foremost, shout out to you know, shout out to Malcolm Butler, with the greatest line of bullshit I ever heard in my life. Got caught smoking weed. Got benched by Belichick. That's why we didn't see him. And then, literally, he had to dance. He said, "Yo, I was just chilling with my fam. You know, I, these are these these allegations of me indulging." And paraphernalia. Honestly, though, I feel like sitting him down was a little extreme. Like that's like no, like it, to me, as a coach, because as a coach, if you know that's a rule, gotta enforce it. Gotta enforce it, no matter who it is. So it's like at the end of the day, you gotta put yourself. You know, it's like why the fuck? Are you, like why the fuck are you being in a situation where niggas can even judge you? True, but like, why put yourself in that situation as a player? That's what I got it like. That's the thing that's just fucking me up. And it's like, you know, Markham Butler is cornerback. That can change the dynamic of the fucking game. But that's, that's definitely the hero there. Then you just got the abysmal run game that was what the fuck. Well, mind you, both defense looked like barbecue chicken. It just looked like a game of NFL blitz all over oh, the fucking God, place. That game. It, it was just blitz like, the it was just all over the place. No, not even blitz the league. We're talking about blitz 2000. And it was just with a with a little taste of NFL Street. Exactly. Speaking of NFL Streets, fuck what Brand fuck what Brandon Cooks did or Marshall Cooks, whatever the fuck his name is, he got cooked, he dead. Um, What the fuck was up with this nigga trying to hop over? 
Oh my Son, god, he, that was crazy. Yo, he, he said, yeah, I hopped over and gave him nothing but nuts in the face. Like he said, yo, catch me. Like no one knows, no one cares. I think it was intentional though. Like, it wasn't what? intentional. You don't run at, but you, it, it, it could be intentional. No one can be that stupid. Cause let me break down the two bonehead plays that the Patriots Damn. made. Match the three bonehead plays. Well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna leave the Brady catch alone because the Brady drop. Nah, Brady's sixth finger was like, we were trying to wiggle out and it kind of messed up his hand coordination. That's okay. what happened. <laughs> it just looked funny seeing Brady go up for that. It's like Brady looked when I like Brady him. looked so slow. Brady like Brady looked like Brady looked like homeboy from a mice of men who had Manny? his one hand inside of a glove of Vaseline. Man, I could have sworn I was watching Bama versus Clemson. That's what it looked like. Nah, watching Tom Brady run was like watch like Watching you start up, was watching you start up AOL, like. You gotta go older than that. We talking Macintosh, baby. We talking. You mean it crashes as soon as it? Oh yeah, you understand. Boom. We talking that. Brady just had his nails done. Brady was like, oh no, no my fingers. No manicure. No 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 no. You know, so. I need my soft hands. I need to shake Donald Trump's hand again. Oh, you mean? You know, so you know when you know when. You know her, um, so when his strong jawline wife decides to go like, you know, my husband can throw the ball and catch her at the same time, it's because he can't catch, boo-boo. Yeah. It's because he can't catch. He should have fought, he should have taken class, Marcus, Mike Mariota. Now back Marcus to- Marcus Mariota. Now- should have taken a class, but like, this is how you catch a touchdown. The, the funniest shit, because Jake, Mr. Harrison from the, the Pittsburgh Rapers Burgers, Oh decided, you know, he decided to join the Patriots. And I'm going to get a ring. That failed. But um, what he did, which was fucking hilarious, Antonio Brown from the, from the Pittsburgh Rapers Burglars <laughs> decided to say, yo, Harrison, yo, tell your boy Brady if you need some lessons in catching, I got him. That shit had me crushed. The thing is, you know, the, the reason why that was, it was accurate. It was accurate. There's nothing you can say to that, though. It's like, because you, if, if Brady catches that ball, he's a good 20, 30 yards down the field. Because he's not fucking scoring. He's slow as shit. He, 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 yeah, he's going to run out of bounds. Old man Brady is one hit away from being fucking edge right now. Like, with a broken neck and he can't play ever again. He would have been paid. That's it. My neck. I can't feel it. Ah. How? But back to the real play. Can, why was Brandon Cooks running around in a circle like it was like what what the fuck was the point with your players and like they they decided they wanted to be fucking heroes and try to make a play in situations where you don't need to make a fucking play. Literally, if Cooks would have ran straight up, he probably would have gotten a good five to ten yards. But you know what he did? He decided to think this is fucking Scooby-Doo, where are you? And decided to fucking run in a circle, thinking that the fucking creep was behind him, and he got creeped on. He was waiting for the, he was waiting for the mystery machine to get him around, you know? No, no one fucking cares. Because that motherfucker damn near was going on his second fucking lap and got clapped. Like that blue shell. When it was in first place, wow. It's, oh. it's not even a blue shell. It's nah, like, he, he got hit by a Saberman when he was on the floor. You see that? You see, like, you see like a green jersey? Saberman, boom, done. I think it's something hilarious. 
think. What? That nigga was like fucking Jody and Baby Boy when he got yoked up by Ben Rames. It's like quick math here. When Steph Curry did the dab, Bron Bron got the first win, got the first title for Cleveland ever. Yeah, I mean the Cleveland LeBron, the Cleveland Bravaliers. Bron Bravaliers. Let's actually talk about this. It's Cleveland. It's the Cleveland Bravaliers. How can one player have so much influence on the team? Because Dan Gilbert is sucking his dick. I, I mean. Dan Gilbert is sucking his dick. But still, when you could just. Yeah, Dan Gilbert is sucking his dick. Just listen, when you could go in the locker room and be like, all right, look, fellas, you know, we're going to do a little shake it up, you know. You know, a lot of us, you know, we get to play with each other and everything. Cool, bro, what you got in mind? Well, glad that you asked this. You actually get traded, bro. Damn. Nah. Really? Wait. Who else? Actually, you and you, 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 you. It's nah. The way Cleveland traded players was like they were about to, like they gave up players to make a new expansion team. <laughs> That's how it went down. That we all knew Iman Summers was getting traded. I mean, what Dwayne is Wade thought like, yeah, I, I'm cool. I'm cool. Yeah, me and Prime, bro, we cool, man. We partied back to Miami. Go home. <laughs> you go ain't Dwayne Wade. Go you home, just bro. look like him. Be gone. Wanna be? Be gone. I'm a Space Jam. That's exactly what I'm thinking. You about. ain't Charles Barkley. You a nobody, man. You can't even play. You. You just a fake, bro. Get out of here. Like. Just leave. Like. Wanna be? Be gone. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. That's how LeBron right felt. But then that, that's 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 get start like we're gonna talk about the last. How much I enjoyed that trade deadline because you know Cleveland, I think won full 2006 Britney Spears or 2007 Britney Spears. I mean, it like it's they, like they're in the front office shaving their fucking heads and you know and LeBron screaming, "Give me more!" in the fucking locker room and we we just don't know what the fuck to do now. Mind you, are the are the trades bad? A little bit because you know two of two like two three of your players that you done got. In the offseason that just passed, you done let go already. So it's like, what the fuck was you doing in your offseason? Why did you think this was going to work, first and foremost? Second of all... First of all, the only picked up a backcourt. They would have one forward out of the whole thing. They got a backcourt. They just picked up little niggas. Literally. Besides, the only know, thing they picked up that was over six... Six or something Jay was Crowder. Larry Nance Jr. Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder got traded. Crowder's gone. Oh. Crowder the Jazz. Damn. So it's his career. Yep. So it's D Rose. Where's he at? The Jazz. Yeah, most of them went to the Jazz. He's jazzing up his ankles now, boy. That what is ankles. Yes. <laughs> what ankles? That man got Lego blocks for ankles, man. You let a, Hold up. You let a Lego drop the wrong way. I don't know who Derrick Rose is. I don't know who Derrick Rose is you're talking about. I know Antonio McDice got traded to the Jazz. That's what I know of. Derrick Rose, I last remember, was a ball. I mean, the Derrick Rose I know, if he don't exist anymore, I could have sworn Greg Oden's knee went over to, went over to the Jazz. Retirement? Okay. Nah, Antonio McDice is the Jazz. I want to see how that goes. Okay. You might be wrong. All right. But Cleveland, I don't know. I, I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland. There is no finals, though. I don't care what anyone says. There is no finals. Finals? Don't talk about finals. 
I, I, you know, people, but you gotta understand, there's Cleveland fans who like, you know, we still got Braun, we gonna make it regardless, like. Play defense on Kevin Durant. Shut my dick. But then you-, you Play got, defense on Kevin no, Durant. You're, you're right, no, you're right. But but speaking but, of that, I'm about to get up a stoke NBA. The All-Star, the All-Star games have been down with two captains. We all know LeBron Braun here had the first pick. And we all Let me get KD, let me get Steph. You know what, let me get nah, that ref on the side nah, too while he had it. Nah, because Steph and LeBron as captains. We all knew, Le we all knew LeBron's first pick was Kevin Durant. Oh, I yeah. could smell Kevin Durant with the first words out of his mouth. You know what's like, funny though? He don't you know, play defense. He don't, he's not playing defense you know, on you that. Know the, you know what's funny? You know, wait. You talking about defense in the fucking All-Star game? The only person that plays defense in the All-Star game is fucking um, James Harden. But you know, it just goes to show the level of respect and threat that uh, that KD is to LeBron. Nah, LeBron's like, just look, I want my NBA careers. I want to get my rings easy. You are not, I don't need an obstacle. I don't think Durant plans on ever leaving Golden State. There's no point. Why leave? Why? You're right. I mean, I, I can't say. It's like Steph Curry admitted he picked up Giannis because he was not gonna get dumped on like he did on the All Star game. He wouldn't even feel a position. You remember that? You know, you, 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 you wanna know, you wanna know, you wanna know something about Giannis? How he went hopped clean over Tim Hardaway Jr. last week. Son. I mean, at Son. least Tim Hardaway Jr. didn't jump. He nah. Go. Nah. nah. It was like it was like he it was just as bad as when it was like. It was just uh, as bad when Jason Terry got dunked on. Cause I'm literally watching. Oh, when I'm, Jason Terry dunked. Oh, never mind. You know what? Let's not even go down. There, I'm like, I'm watching a play, and I'm like, oh no, but no. Mount Olympus, Zeus teabagged him. Nuts in the face, and oh. then dragged all the way to the front of the court. At least it wasn't. At least he didn't get mosque off. Oh, he got Jordan yeah. style. At least did he, he did he hang on the rim. And just no, he just balls? dunked it. He just oh. dunked it. Okay. He jumped, he jumped from Mount Olympus. I don't think him trying to hang on and be like the first thing he's thinking of. That's respectful. You know, he didn't swing balls in his face. He didn't actually. What you talking about? He dragged him from the fucking free throw line, balls first, all the way to the fucking rim. Dunked on. He didn't hang. My man brought him dragon balls. He dragged his balls across his face. But he didn't hang them. Like, that's worse. He's dead! And our player's injured! No, he's, he's dead, but you gotta see it like this. Like, imagine, like, you know, yeah, you got dragged and everything, but you know what? He let your shame in. He could have hung there and just swung with balls and dick all in your face. Now, you gotta go to the locker room. Now, imagine we're in the locker room. His, his, <laughs> he used his dick and, and Tim Hardaway's face with a wiffle ball but, but, when he made that dunk. You know, I got the wiffle ball, like, come on, Junior, you got it. But uh, see, see it like this, uh, y'all in the locker room, take uh, those niggas like, yo, damn, man, Giannis, he had to dump on you like that. I hold on, but just listen, listen, he dragged your ball. Come on, Junior, hit the wiffle ball. That's but, that was that hit. Come on, Junior, you got this wiffle ball. But wiffle it's like ball. you know, the ball's got dragged wiffle across ball. his face. Yeah, that's bad. He got hit like a wiffle ball. But think about Tim it. Tim Hardaway Junior was yeah. a wiffle ball. Imagine you got a Fuck, like that was the T ball. Niggas dick sitting on the bridge of your nose. Imagine that, and then you just there. But nigga's dick on the bridge of your nose. He probably he probably had a taste of his gooch or something. I don't know. But can you imagine that meme? That would be a meme forever. He is a meme forever. You can't like there's no like Tom Brady is already the one of the greatest memes in history for breaking the Jordan meme. No, no one does that. No one beats the Jordan. Meme. That's it. Once once you once you got the Jordan face on you, you lose. You're done. That's yeah. it. But he did break it. 
So imagine, imagine that falls across the face. Imagine if they joined me. They should actually. They should join me, man. I would. I'm fucking Jordan Meme in the Knicks because, you know, Pazingas got injured. He's oh, done. That was, that was fucking terrible. Hey, what's his home name? They drafted got injured too? Who? The French dude. And I took a look up in the Mont Canalica. Look, look, look. Oh, he's dude. injured, but I don't think he's... He's not a season injury. I know right? you're talking about. Like, Pazingas is done. I don't know how to pronounce his name. The I, darkest nigga on the team. Frank. I don't know Frank. Frank is... We can't... No, 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 no. We can't just call him Frank because the last Frank the Knicks drafted before him was an NBA bum. Remember that they drafted a Frank over a Mari Stoudemire back then. So we cannot just frankly thought the name Frank. Well, what kind of bum Shut would you? Shut the fuck up. Frank Williams. Williams. What kind of Frank Williams? Yeah, no. Shut. Frank Williams? Shut. We're, we're not gonna just be like, oh, call him Frank. Remember the last Frank the Knicks drafted before French Frank, or whatever you wanna call him, Bonjour Frank, or whatever you can call him. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm not gonna disrespect his name. I'm just calling French Frank or whatever. Cool. All right. Um, I guess to prove that statement, let's let's fuck him up. Who? Oh man. Frank Williams. He was drafted 03. I think it was no, not 03, but that was the Bronze. 02. 02. Yeah, they drafted him before Omar Stoudemire. And guess where they led to? Nowhere. Oh my god. I mean, those are the Starberry years. He wasn't, there was nothing you can do. It's like, yo, Starberry, man. He ain't had no years. I mean, Talk about wasted money. The Clippers wasted the money by giving Lou Williams an extension. The Clippers wasted money by I'm sorry. giving fucking what's this coach name? Fucking laryngitis. Um, Christian Bell's Batman a fucking a coaching position after they constantly lose and then you allow him to have some of the first coach that was ever on a trading block. Yeah, Doc Rivers. That's his name. I fucking forgot. I had a brain fart. I wasn't even trying to be sarcastic. That's the, let's 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 put that in there. I could be wrong for what I know. Maybe they did some shit earlier, but like, I never see the coach put on a trading block. Never witnessed that shit. Wow. I mean, he um, gives excuses like he's still a player. Just off topic. Your boy, Frank Williams, ain't doing too good. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Uh, in, in 2009, he got arrested on drug charges ah. in, in Illinois at a time after the agent seized 78 grams of marijuana, digital scale, and a 40 caliber handgun. Frank Williams was charged with unlawful possession of marijuana, unlawful possession of marijuana with intent to deliver. But his son is playing basketball, so. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the only thing good that came out of that. But anyway. Yeah, the kid um, in France, I don't know. But anyway, um, back to stay on the. Um, the Bronvilliers, the Cleveland Bronvilliers. The Cleveland Bronvilliers. The Cleveland Bronvilliers. Uh, first and foremost, they the hate land. Leave the Bronvilliers. Come to the land. Leave Lord. the land. Leave land. You know you always. It's perfect. Those jerseys. Those jerseys, bruh. First off, gotta take the Memphis Grizzlies colors. The land. The land. These RPG the characters. What kind of Minecraft shit is this? The land. Yeah, is the this land. what we? This what we doing? The land. Pretty much. What person thought of this marketing idea? 
should get fired. Probably LeBron. But you're not gonna fire him even if it flops. I mean, are you gonna go to LeBron and be like, look, that idea wasn't good? Really? I think I should trade for something. There's nothing there. Yeah. But wait now, he's gonna go to the Lakers. That's still in the air. If LeBron James goes to the Lakers, they still won't win a ring. No, they still won't win a ring. I don't know. But why the fuck would LeBron go anywhere and not get a ring? I mean, I mean. But anyway, back to Cleveland. Um, it's Cleveland. Sorry. Back to believing the lies. Land. Back Cleveland. To land. Whatever the fuck. Cleveland. Cleveland hit Cleveland. the fucking doomsday button and got rid of almost Cleveland. the entire fucking staff. Cleveland. Guys, this season isn't looking too good. What do you guys want to do? Uh, what do you, what do you Abort think? mission! Trade. Abort! This is what happened. Oh, man. We're, 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 we're in fourth. What teams did we lose Wait, to? No, we, lost to? We lost to the Magic. By oh, I think 38. And those bum-ass fake Memphis Grizzly jerseys. But the Magic of all. Oh, my God. They lost to the Knicks. Jonathan they almost lost twice to the Knicks. And last but not least, I they think got spanked by Houston too. Oh, that That's when LeBron bad. gave him that was that capital. Luck. That was capital punishment. Like, yeah, it was. James Harden MVP. That's all I'm gonna say. Y'all gonna learn today. James Harden MVP. But, That's all I'm saying. It's definitely looking that way. But anyway. It's like they were all sitting down in the office. It's like, you know, LeBron came in and goes like. So. These, these are the niggas that you brought for me. Yeah, Isaiah Thomas is a great player. Get him the fuck out of here. It was like basically like. I won't say I'm it was like. He got traded because he spoke up to LeBron. He committed a cardinal sin. Yep. He, he said, you know, we all, we all lose together, win together, blah, 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 blah. blah. LeBron was like, all right, yo. Tristan. You know something's bad when he's actually talking about Tristan Thompson. No, Tristan, I like man. I remember the last time you make Tristan Thompson was a black face-off the game. LeBron being LeBron. LeBron Diva. Tristan is like that. He's like that friend that just agrees with everything. You know what? Damn, yo. I think I can get really get rid of the whole team, man. Damn, you really gonna do that, bro? I think you can do it, man. Probably could do it, man. You the man. Of course you could do it, bro. Ron is like Gorgamel and fucking Tristan Thompson is the cat that keeps on laughing at everything. Alright, put it like this. I'll explain it like this, right? Tom Alou is... He's pretty much... Tom Alou is the cup and everybody else is the water. What I mean by that is... Granted, you know, most people... Nah, Tyron Lue, yeah, he's a cup. You could drink... And LeBron's the balls that's gonna be on his face. That's what like, it is. You could drink out of a cup, but you don't necessarily need a cup to drink out of. It's just there. You don't need the cup. Like right now, you're you, you using a cup, but... Oh, you use something else. So, Mr. Lou, how do you think the season's gonna end up? You want a trading block? He ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> He ain't got that to say, man. He just, he just Kanye shrugged in cup. I mean, that was just, that joke was so bad. That's like a fucking family guy ripoff. I don't know if the fucking wrong. He'd be okay. Anyway. Poor guy. He under a lot of stress. What stress? Come on. Jeff Davis is a 
Him leaving the Cavs would be kind of a good thing for him because he can actually go to the team where he can coach. We will find out. Same thing I ask myself when every time I see Kerr even fucking wake up in the morning. Like, Kerr just wakes up every day like, damn. Do I? Can I even coach a team? Can I? I mean, that is Mark Jackson's team. I mean, Mark Jackson built that team. Next! New York Jets of basketball. Wow. You know, I was arguing with Broadway Bron Bron. It's like put it this way, it's like with um it's like I was arguing with one of my friends after Eagles won the Super Bowl and they were like, oh I'm a Jets fan. I'm just sitting there, I'm talking to her, I'm like, but you're a Jets fan. Giants have the second worst record in the entire National Football League. And people still think the Jets suck more. Yeah. It's like it, it, you're just there. Like, no one cares about a team with ETS attached to your name. No one cares about the Mets. No one cares about the Jets. No one cares about the fucking Mets. You're just there. You're not, you're not royal. It's like the ETS in New York is like a fucking STD. A sports transmitted disease. Like, you were bound to lose. You're just... It's over. Give up. I mean, but you know, every year there's always a team that comes from nowhere. That will never be them. Because the like, Mets could have been that. Well, no, the I, top seed in all of MLB baseball, and they choked. 2015, three years and three games in a row, they choked. And then we got, you know, then we got when they was like, it was like 20 games left in the season, and all they needed to do was win two games, and they would have been in the playoffs. You know what they decided to do? Choke. Choke. And you know how their season ended? Uh, fucking 360 spin strikeout to Jose Reyes. Can't lose in the playoffs if you never make it. Exactly. Very nice. You know, a lot of people in New York need to get this one checked out for ETS. The only New York team that actually got us the championship was the Astros. Yep. All I'm gonna say the Astros. The New York Astros. Mm-hmm. Terrible. We, uh, you know, I hate talking about this shit because this shit, it's America like. America is fucking stupid. That's one point, but I really hate having to fucking talk about common sense. How are they this stupid? Wow. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. Um, uh, Clockwork Orange um, decided he, he thinks that our teachers should be armed with guns after, you know, the numerous 
the numerous uh, shootings that have been first, you know. But I mean, President considering Bobby Lashley's manager. I mean, considering there's like 15 million fucking reasons of common sense of why that doesn't work. You know, one half of the New York Knicks colors decided. Our president, Spalding Basketball, decided to not finish. Bronze. Bronze, because they get no Ws. But, um. They don't, they don't get bronze. Bronze is third place. Bronze, as in LeBron, as in, like, he takes an L2. Look, it's like, Leveland, Leveland, Bronze Valiers. But anyway. <clears throat> I had a joke for that, but wait, that's um, Can. Can we seriously talk about uh, how many reasons why is a dumbass idea to give teachers guns instead of giving them a fucking higher salary for actually educating our students? They call you put that chewing gum down. You, you put that chewing gum. First off, I'm sorry, but the day that ever happens, if I ever have kids, my kids will be homeschooled. My kids should not be have to go to a place to learn, knowing that the teacher has to carry a firearm. Cause like, first off, it's stupid to even think of an idea. Yes, bad shooters happens, kids get bullied. Sad. But at the same time, putting a gun in a teacher's hand, not only makes it hard for your kid to leave the video safe in that school, but there's kids do fucked up shit. There are some teachers that get tortured by these kids on an everyday basis. Wait, listen, uh, let, let's interject right there because the source of it happening is not the reason why we should be having this conversation. The obvious conversation I feel like we should be having is why is this actually a thing? It's like I really wanted to, I wanted to avoid this topic because it's just off the sheer stupidity of it's so fucking stupid, I don't have an opinion. I feel like Marvin in the back of the car and like I'm about to get my fucking head blown off because I'm about to say I don't even have a fucking opinion because I'm so fucking dumbfounded about the other stupidity of it. Thanks to President Spaulding, our POTUS, Spaulding Basketball. Listen, leave the fucking droog alone and like if. Alright, Joe, say something. Because for some reason, someone wants to believe that putting a firearm in the hands of a teacher is much more efficient than dealing with the staff that lets everything go by on a daily basis. Children are being bullied, they are being ostracized, they are being made fun of, put down for anything. Class, religion, disabilities. And there are teachers who sit there and just let this happen. There are counselors who don't think it's as serious as it is, principals who just let it slide for whatever reason. So, schools get shot up because that kid can't take it no more. It sucks. So, so what, what, what happens to be the problem? Instead of, instead of finding ways to, you know, deal with this behavior or learn how to deal with mental disabilities or anything of the sort, we're gonna arm 
are fucking teachers. It's not gonna make the We're gonna better. arm the staff and the teachers because that makes a difference. As if in this day and age we don't have people getting shot just because of the color of their skin or just because you don't like them or because you had a disagreement with somebody related to them. There are people who teach in this world that have disabilities. So you mean to tell me you want to put the, the, a gun in the hands of somebody who could probably be a known racist and have a class full of black students and shoot a black student off the say-so of he tried to attack me when that boy was in his back getting a pencil? Well, how about the Spanish boy who's sitting there listening to music or the Spanish girl who's combing her hair? They get shot by a teacher because they felt threatened. Nah, it's more than that, though. Or the opinionated yeah. student who speaks out against the teacher because they feel the teacher isn't teaching up to the standards they feel they should be learning at. So now they're being seen as disobedient. They're making fun of the teacher. The teacher feels some type of way, and then, boom, you got a dead student. Who lives to tell that tale? The teacher. The one with the gun. What's stopping that said teacher from clapping the whole class and saying that they tried to revolt against them? Like I was and, then they complete in, and then they complete insanity. And probably get the charges dropped. And depending on the context of their skin, like I uh, wasn't in Brock Turner or whatever, they get the insanity plea, get taken for some damn McDonald's, and, and have nothing done to them. Like I said, I was actually told you that earlier, before we kind of, it's a while we talk about this topic. Like I said, bullies, like we, I agree if you like, kids get bullied every day. It's gonna be so much to get a take, and it's done. But at the same time, those kids that get bullied, we have same kids that are fucked up individuals too. Or how they treat teachers. It's fucked up in general and it's yeah. and this stuff is being let pass. They're not saying nothing like about it, it's not being That's addressed, what? it's being swept under the rug. No, that that is being swept under the rug, but at the same time, like what teachers go through. It's just as much what bullies, kids get a bully go through. Cause like, this, this, there's laws that kick in like, you can't touch him cause he's a minor. Or like, a parent won't see their kids wrong nowadays. For kids lashing out. Cause now parents is like, why do you fail my kids? More instead of, why did my kid fail? It's like, the teacher gets blamed by the parents for their kids fucking yeah, up. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to go into. Because there are a lot of people who are out here having kids and they do not know how to raise them because they are kids themselves. Yeah. Now here's the issue here. There's supposed to be a connection with the person that's educating your child. Your child's educator, you're supposed to know what's going on in there. I don't give a damn what parents you are. You cannot come and claim that your child is a saint, an angel, the best child in the world. And you don't even know what the fuck your child is doing in school. Sneak up on them one time. Come sit in their classroom, talk to the teacher, be involved in their education, and maybe you will find out if your child's bad. If your child's bad at home, what the fuck makes you think he ain't being a fucking nuisance in his classroom? Oh, those things should be done. But it's like, like I said, with teachers with guns like that, teachers, teachers go through the same thing. Just like those bullies kids, and like if you don't put a gun in that teacher's head, that teacher may do something that one of those kids or that group of kids may do something that's gonna make that teacher snap. Like you mentioned, and one of those kids get a bullet up the ass. Again, cat. No, it's headshot season. It's like that one kid's gonna be and taken and out. Let's, let's also put this into perspective. You got that one little badass kid that, you know, just thinks he's the shit. 
So you're gonna give a teacher who's about like 70 something a pistol? She can't even aim the damn thing. The wrong kid's gonna get shot because of that. Not even the wrong kid's gonna get shot. They might knock her down and take the damn gun. Now we got another school shooting off a firearm that was designated for a teacher. What sense does this shit make to be arming teachers with fucking firearms? What sense? How about you arm them with better classrooms and better textbooks? How about you arm them with better supplies so they can actually teach these students? How about you arm them with accurate fucking textbooks so they can know their history? And not the colonizers have been given land by the natives. How the fuck can you find something and discover something that already had natives living on it? Native Americans, native to America. How can it be discovered if somebody's already living it? Maybe if you arm them with the fucking items and things that they need for these schools to run better, you wouldn't be thinking about, hey, let's arm them with guns. Get shit together. I didn't think about it. You're gonna arm a teacher with a, a firearm? That's more money you're spending, so you might as well just take that and just give them more, a higher raise. Might as well pay them more if you're gonna do that. Well, fund the damn schools. Like, well, the schools, like, you're, you're spending more money? Get a firearm and put every teacher's hand. Have to take a psyche valve to use that firearm, do a, and then do another background check to use that firearm, and to give them a firearm. You're actually spending more money on that than you would if you would have actually invested more money in different departments for kids. So it's like, you're in the loose, because like, you're kind of like, once again, hey, we want to do extra stuff, but we're not doing some of our money correctly. So here's, here's something related, but yet unrelated at the same time. With the gun scandal that's going on, well, I wouldn't even call it a gun scandal, the gun epidemic with the mass shootings and school shootings that's going on, there are actually people who are outraged because Dick Sporting Goods decided that they are not selling assault class weapons anymore nor or they, are they selling to anyone under the age of 21. You know the assault class is kind of like, meh. It's just made up. They just added assault words to it. It's just added on to it because like... But the point is, is that there are people upset that they're not selling their guns to people who are under 21. Nah. Well, that, those people be salty. But like I said... At least they decided to do something different about <coughs> it. At least they decided to try to give a solution or try to be part of the solution. What the fuck have you done lately besides say, let's give teachers guns? Uh, if you have to put assault on it, if you have to use assault for any type of weapon, do you know that that's the true intention? So, like, because the definition of assault is to, to harm others. So, if you have to put an assault in front of anything, it's like, you know your intention of using that, that firearm for. So, it's like, it kind of beats the purpose of making your statement kind of true if you're going to kind of do that? Well, no, because then they'll just try to give them PDWs. And that can range from a submachine gun to a shotgun to a pistol to a fucking longsword. Yeah. Whatever could classify to them as a PDW. That's a personal defense weapon for those of you who don't know. Okay. Um, to kind of give my opinion on the situation, um, I was looking up fucking New York City, actually, gun laws and shit like that. Found out that you could technically 
technically under grand restrictions from the commissioner of the New York City and State, we can walk around with guns if we're over 21 and over. It's a lot of like I was under the impression that you know it's it's very now mind you, growing up in the neighborhoods that we all grown up in, you can see how amazingly easy it is for us to buy an illegal firearm. It's very, it's fairly fucking easy to do. Um, but I, I feel like with the actual topic at hand when it comes to guns in general is either we. It's a tricky situ. It's actually to me a tricky situation when it comes to firearms because you want to make sure people like the school is prepared, but there's no easy answer for everyone to be happy because at the end of the day, you have people that wholeheartedly feel some type of way about the situation, either pro or con, but the situation has. That within itself, the way it's being handled, has nothing to do with that aspect. It has everything 100% to do with the immense amount of profit that the NRA and firearms actually produce in this country and just the culture behind it. They make them look um, like, so yeah. like, they don't I, have to like. No, I just feel like honest, I feel like honestly, when it comes to, it will be, you gotta like to look at it from the their business perspective to actually focus on school. They they they're they're not gonna do that. That's a fucking that's a dream and a half that we're not seeing for at least another two more years. Um, to give every teacher a firearm, that's it's it's unrealistic. It'll never happen. It's like Trump's wall being successful. It's just not gonna happen. What wall? Exactly. Um, I think. This might, it's not like, it's like I'm trying to find the words to say without like sounding too incoherent. I think it's time for us as citizens. I mean, New York is a little bit different compared to other places where these types of Red states. Yeah. Citizens need to be governing other citizens. It's like, it's crazy, because matter of fact, today, not today, a few days ago, this is, I believe, in Connecticut. Apparently, father walked in, checked his whole rifle case and stuff like that, because he has more rifles. And his all his rifles were gone. They shut down the whole district, let all the kids out early. And yeah, kind of maybe avoided the situation, or maybe he just got robbed for all his guns. Why you have a whole fucking case of rifles? I honestly think guns need to be regulated. One. Two. I honestly need to think that in order for... We all agree to that. We, well, all, honestly think that in order for children to learn, be safe and secure within the school system, and to grow as the individual that you will... Anyone will hope their child will be successful in. Well, not any child. There are some evil people out there, but in any actuality... We need to we need to defend our teachers with the mental stability of them being able to take care of the kids under their tutelage as much as the kids can 
at as much as the kids can accept a random stranger they will get to know within the aspect of six to ten months that they're usually in school regardless of depending on where which state you go to that it's okay for them to be trusted the disconnect of trust and disconnect of just emotional aspects between generations is to me it's what the problem is and then you have different households that are instilling different generational traits in their kids but then they go into the environment and everyone has the same environment that they're growing up in until so you go to a different environment and that's different you go to a different environment and that's different it's like if little if like me being like when I was younger, I used to like sing, I used to act. At a very young age, I decided, you know, growing up from the hood, I my preferred genre of music was not even rap, it was more preferably gangster rap. I have more Shay Davis and Young Jeezy on my iPod than I ever have Hamilton or Grease or any type of Broadway shows, but I was pushing to sing on Broadway theater. That was almost my college major. Shit like that. It's just a whole different aspect of certain people just it takes the transition from being in your comfortable environment to another environment. We need to teach everybody that it's okay to be yourself anywhere, but it's also okay to be adaptable in any type of environment. Because I feel like that's where all the I feel like that's where all the problems are. Because there's not enough textbooks that can teach you how to survive. Because we do not teach that in school. A lot of people don't even teach that at home because at, like once they hit of a certain age, like after like let's just let's give it first grade, you see literally you'll see your kids when they come home from school, when they eat, when they go to sleep, and for the weekends, if you're there or if you don't send up to your grandmother's, there is a big gap in between of a time in your life that your parents do not see the kids. The school system literally has your child for a great portion of your, their life. I think we need to work together to teach, to fix the system in regards of making it a safer environment. Not just, we're gonna take guns away, not just we need to be ultra realistic about the history of America and all that other stuff. It's about teaching them about the environment and having them own and be confident in their own individuality. So they might it might just be a better option compared to anything else. That's just my opinion. And I don't know if I made sense because I'm horrible in explaining this type of shit, but I don't know. What you think? The drills that they take in case there's an active shooting. A child made an excellent point. They said, yeah, we did this drill if there was an active shooter. But what if it's the active what if the active shooter somebody was taking the drills with? Them? I mean that it's like put it this way. And that could be teacher or school. I yeah, that's that's hundred percent correct. And this is like It's like kind of like, you know, back in like World War II after like they dropped the like nukes, so you know, on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. They literally 
was doing drills, which required people to hide under fucking desks, thinking that's gonna stop them from a fucking nuclear bomb. Nowadays, we don't have that, because we know if a fucking nuke went off here, we're fucked. That's how that happens. But, you know, it's doing it in, in terms of calming everybody down, because, oh, this is gonna keep everybody safe. They're looking at it as, that just won't happen, that's out of the question. And, you know, it's it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation. But, I honestly think if we start teaching kids and start, you know, teaching kids in the environment, changing the environment, that it's okay to actually be your fucking self. You know, it... Especially, and it's like, you know, when you're in high school and when you're in high school and when you're in college... You know, it, it's like you're more of an adult. You can handle it like an adult. This is more or less for kids that don't know any better growing up. And they, they get instilled with this hatred and bigotry as they grow up. We need to teach them. We need to, like, heal the environment that these kids are living in before anything. I think that will stop. I think honest and, you know, for any... And, and then aspects of adults that do commit these heinous, you know, fucking acts. Just the obvious precautions of, I think, anybody that's buying a weapon, even if it's a fucking BB gun, needs a fucking mental eval, needs an eval, and thorough, thorough background checks. It's, but that's the, and it's the thing that, like, I'm even, like, I'm getting upset and aggravated even announcing it, because that should be common fucking sense. That's the superpower. And that's what fucking, and that's what fucking sucks. <clears throat> but I don't know. That, that's my thought on that. Final thoughts, cause the battery about to die. Best way to do this is yes, background checks. There are background checks, cause anyone picking up a gun could that will have some loose screws that it has. Two, like put arm teachers. With guns, in a teaching environment, it's not a smart thing to do. Because your kids will not feel safe in any environment they walk to, knowing that your teacher's armed. And like, your neighborhood that you grow, people have guns. So it's like, they can't feel safe nowhere. Like, yes, school is like another environment, but like some kids see school as a safe place, as a safe haven. So it's like, knowing you have a gun, that's not a safe haven you go back to. Honestly, this whole this whole situation, this whole system, it's just it needs a rewrite. It's honestly fucked, and it's not really gonna get much better so long as we got the idea of teachers having firearms. If they entertain this, it's definitely just it's not good for kids at all. We're gonna have children dying more. We're gonna have more insanity cases. We're gonna have a shit ton of more school shootings. It's literally putting the teachers against the kids they don't like. And it makes it harder for kids to actually build the relationship with their educators because they have to have that lingering fear over their head that if they step out of line, they have that lingering fear that if they step out of line, their educators are gonna shoot them. That's not something that we need. And that's, and that's why I said what I said about just healing the environment 
that these kids are, you know, are under. Because I feel like if you heal the environment as a child, they'll be a lot better off as adults. I, I honestly believe if you stop, cut the shit out when they're young, they will be more willing, they will be more able to handle it as an adult. So shit like this doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen overnight, this, this will take a good 20 to 30 years. But... Mellow. Welcome back to This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Podcast. This is Hoodie Mellow. This is Carmelo Anthony, aka. <laughs> yeah, what's going on? This is. This is, this is less than light skinned Matthias. You had one shot. Now I will have the spirit of the L taker given to me. I will. Uh, but welcome, welcome to this is why we can't have a nice podcast. This is Matthias, aka Fiona Nova's husband, baby daddy slash thirst bucket. Watch you get him a straight order against your ass. He ain't never gonna smash. <laughs> That's Fiona Nova's white knight over here. Sakura <laughs> <laughs> <Nigga>, slash. <laughs> Back away, heathen! Don't touch my princess! I am the white knight, Matthias Dyels! The immortal white knight! The immortal white knight, Danny Ray! But welcome to This Is Why We Can't Have Nice Podcast. This is Matthias. The white knight. I'm not dead, dead, but this is show enough. Bro. Some short lady. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this shit reminds me of a goddamn sitcom opening. Uh, uh, like, everywhere you look, everywhere you look. <laughs> Terrible. Cue my theme song. Oh, hey. We're, we're terrible human beings. Um, but like to get straight into it, this Sunday, I believe it's this Sunday or it's the next Sunday, the Academy Awards is gonna be on TV and we get to officially watch the movie that should be Best Picture get out, get snubbed by a movie that probably none of us will play. The greatest showman. 
Shut the fuck up. Anyway. Actually, Meryl Streep only she got nominated, I believe, the most, but she like only got like two. Well, thank goodness, but she always wraps up. I mean, she gets awards, but like she, she don't need to win nothing else. She kind of like takes the soul of every director she works with. She does. That's what I. That's what I said. That's why I was like, yo, I'm like, probably gonna get something. She's like the Maleficent of the freaking Hollywood. Uh, you, you know what y'all need to do? Y'all you know need to get out because we're about to talk about get out. And that was so corny. Best comedy ever? Bye. 12! Leave him alone. He's fine. Are you done? I don't know. Are, are you done? Are you done yet? Are you done? Are you done yet? <laughs> but, um, it. <clears throat> It's kind of shocking to me. I was, I, I'm actually more surprised that Get Out is nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, and Best and Male Actor. Best, yeah, um, um, lead actor in the lead role by, by you know, Daniel. Daniel Kaluuya. Daniel Kaluuya. Um, and yeah, um, it's kind of like the reason why I'm gonna speak on Get Out so much is not the obvious undertone and the theme of the movie. It's the little shadiness that goes it's on with it. It's stuck into the man. It's, no. It's stuck into the man. Nah, and here's the theory. Here's the thing. Um, an article came out recently, I think like a day ago, something like that, that stated that um, older, older Academy members refuse to watch Get Out. Older Academy members refused to watch Get Out and... That sounds like a bitch move. It, that Academy office smelled like bitch. Yeah, and it's like, I it guess... It smelled like bitch in that office. They don't want to watch a movie. It smelled like bitch in here. It like straight bitch. Bacon eggs and bitch. Like, what's, what's, what, you got a necklace. <laughs> Never stop. But um, honestly, it, it kind of... It, it's sub, if that is true, it subconsciously proves the point. It subconsciously proves the point of... The movie itself. They woke up in the morning and smelled like bitch. That too, but um. Best honestly, honestly, smelling like bitch. I honestly think the Argo might happen. They don't get best. They don't get best director and um and Mr. Peel, and but they might win best picture or. Now they're going to Greatest Showman. Shut the Watch. fuck up. Shut up! Gonna Shut up! I don't need to envision that. You're gonna see Hugh Jackman talking about, I got something over that horrendous movie with that Tommy Wiseau guy who's like a real American. Like, how? Got what I deserve. I don't. So I, like, a lot of people <laughs> say I can't make movies, so I, I made my own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let that go. But, um, <clears throat> honestly, I honestly feel like maybe, I honestly think Daniel deserves best actor. And I honestly think that Jordan Peele deserves best actor. I think drinking tea for white people and you learn the effect of it is traumatizing. They should give him just because of that. It's, it's happening to people all over Williamsburg at, at, this, at this particular moment. But, um, people, like around, a, people around us here, we gotta be careful. Exactly. But I honestly think, um, Within the, the 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 obvious racial undertones and the and the 
false animosity that this movie received, because you can't deny this movie's greatness. Even if you take away everything about the movie, it's still a, a, just a great experience watching the movie. And it, it's just, I, I just, you know, after the success of Moonlight, after the success of Moonlight and everything else, I really think that we wasn't going to be represented on that stage and all that platform for a long period of time. So to see Get Out nominated for the awards that it has, I'm all, it's, it's amazing, but I'm more questioning the fact of whether is this, a, is this for the actual culture or it's just filling a quota. So, opinions? Are you ready yet? We fucking made it. I'll just say, it was everything, guys. First off, it was a laugh in the face when he tried to make it a comedy. We ain't gonna talk about that. But it just had to be put it out there. But I wanted to get Best Picture of the Year. Joy the Pill get Best Director. Dare you, Kaluuya. That's the day, right? Yes. Get Best Actor. But. You know, when Hollywood controlled by colonizers, something's getting snubbed. Something's getting snubbed. And the greatest, the war is gonna go to the greatest showman. Someone put that out there. Okay, anyway. But my question was, to you, my question now I'm gonna post to you guys is, do you think that they actually think it's the best, one of the best films in the world. And they're doing this maybe for the culture of representation for um, black filmmakers and what the movie represents. Or you think they're trying just to fill a quota. Like they're, like they're just affirmative action, the whole fucking film of it being nominated. I can go both ways. Both ways, because they personally didn't want to put it up there, but the number of fans that enjoyed the movie kind of overshadowed their choices. So they're going to put it in there. But also, it was definitely the basic movie for it to be put in that category. So it's, it's two ways with that, my personal opinion. See, you get out. You get out this movie that makes you have to definitely is. It's one of those movies that you have to watch again just so you can go back and catch everything that you happen to miss. So, the fact that it got nominated is nothing short of, well, we've seen this shit coming. The problem with this is because of what the movie represents and how it paints well, I'll say it. I'll Colonizers. just outright and say it. How it paints white people. Colonizers. The light it paints them in is displeasing. So it's there. It's flabbergasted it, though. It's, it's there literally for affirmative action. Because if you look, well, I can't speak for all white people, but I can speak for the ones that was in the theater where I, I was at when I went to see the movie. Any and everything that happened involving the black people was a, was a hoot and a holler for them, to use their own terms against them. The, the maid walking up who already got get outed, it's hilarious to them. The way the groundskeeper who was their grandfather was looking at them, funny. The auction, hilarious. The fact that they thought that the TSA was the police at the end of the movie and it in their disappointed size. Well that was funny for me. 
So, if the majority is more like the white people that were in that audience, it's there literally for affirmative action, just so there's nothing that we can complain about. Like, it didn't get nominated or they didn't recognize the greatness that that film was. But naturally, we all know if it, it, its chances of actually winning is like next to none. It's just there to try to say, here you go, you did something. Here's a pat on the back. There's a cookie. What, a chocolate chip cookie? Yes, here you go. But, um, honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like, honestly, the Academy is literally, like, a part of me wants to believe that they honestly think this movie is good, just like they thought Moonlight was good. Like, for Moonlight, it was like a fucking meteorite hit them because like, oh my god, this is fucking perfect. It's like, it's like, yeah, and it's like, and like, that's why, and, and that's why I'm thinking about from the perspective of the whole Moonlight situation. Like, honestly, Moonlight was basically, it was a film about African Americans in an urban environment, and then it's touched on the LGBT, L, the LGBT community. So, like, I'm literally explaining it in the way that these ignorant people will really, like, get it, and that's probably how they took it. So he goes, like, oh my god, this is like a fucking gold mine. This is great. And it's like, okay, wow. And it's like now between that and now we do wow. It's like, oh man, like they're they're really. It's a very creative way about like it, it's it's, just, it's an interesting movie. It's a very interesting movie. Not knowing it's like there's a lot of truth to that movie, and both the literal te- the most literal sense and the metaphorical sense that it gives. But anyway, I honestly think for the past few years, the Academy has been backpedaling from what the fuck they did to um, Selma. When they snubbed some of any, like from the awards, it rightfully should have gotten. the year. Well, not even, not even album of the year. For best picture, best director, best actor, any type of award. Everything towards it. Because it, like, <laughs> someone literally said from the Academy that Selma was histor- historically inaccurate towards white people. And. Mind you, at this time, I was seeing. I was talking to someone in relation to Colin. She was, she was white, and then I lost my shit. Like, I completely lost my shit. And I was like, oh, you're right, it is. And I said, you're right, it is historically inaccurate because it was 30 times fucking worse than what you are saying that it is. So you're right, it's very historically fucking inaccurate. And I think from the flack of that, it's like you can't really go back to it from there. And it's, it's, ugh, it is. It is a train wreck and a half to get to here, but it's like, I really want more movies like Get Out to kind of show its way to the front for it. With like, I don't really care much about the awards and the validation. I just want more movies like it to be made. That's my honest opinion about it. What about you? I agree. Like if the movie's good, regardless of what the topic is, she get validation what it is because when Hollywood do twist us some stuff they have a tendency of of a tendency of like kind of washing it down for what actually happened nowadays most movie watchers and everybody that's stunned again to movies want like like the blatant truth they want the hard facts they want the actual visuals 
So like they don't mind the dirty truth, the, the ugly truth. So like you're gonna talk to them about history, don't just just the good and put the bad. You do the good, the bad, and the ugly. So if you're gonna talk about something, go all the way with it. Good, bad, and ugly. That's my input to that. Just to jump on some of what you said. The good, bad, and the ugly. The raw truth is now starting to come out in movies <clears throat> as it's slowly being stripped away from actual textbooks that, you know. Let's not speak about those books. No, we're going to speak about that. The actual truth is coming out in movies rather than being in textbooks that you can get for free, that you can read about in stores. Instead, they want you to go to the movies and find out stuff where you can just sit there and ponder it and wonder if it's true or wonder if it's fiction because it's not there for you to definitely read and they'll put it like i.e. in Black Panther how Killmonger talks about you know bury him next to his ancestors and jump from the, from the boats because you know death's better than bondage so that's just implications to slavery and such but I'm pretty sure in a lot of these textbooks that's coming out nowadays they're slowly trying to remove the fact that slavery was even a thing Oh, they're trying to remove colonization was never a thing. Next thing you know, next thing you know, they're gonna say like, "Oh no, we went to Africa and they willingly joined us." No, they they already decided, did that. They, they 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 already done that. They willingly joined us and decided they to stay at the bottom of our boats as as a favor, and then they built our land for us and said we could have all the credit. Oh, they said they're talking about Native Americans. Oh, Native Americans gave us land for us to move into. Like, they they done that like years ago. No, you came back <clears throat> and pillaged. So, the truth is selling because those who know the truth want to see it represented in some way, shape, or form. So, they're, they're still finding a way to make money off of our history and history in general. So then it kind of like, it'll kind of like contort the truth and you'll start to wonder, you know, well, how much shit in these movies is actually truthful and how much of it is actually fiction? How much is actually just allowing it to be a movie? How much of this is just little snippets of the truth thrown in? Because, mind you, they're doing some truth in Black Panther and that's a sci-fi, well, yeah, I can call it sci-fi, action film. It's fiction. But it was some real stuff that takes place in, in this actual time. It's some stuff that takes place and what we live in from day to day, thrown in it. Who's to say? Well, I'm not gonna say, you know, Wakanda's an actual place. Like, we got vibranium mines. It is an actual place. We're gonna make it a place. Listen, that's different. But what I'm saying is that they can throw in truth with fiction and just layer it like a green bean casserole because that's their favorite thing. And we would never know the truth. Unfortunately. It contorts what we know and what they can just make up. <clears throat> Why you read up on everything you do? Like I said, I, the only thing I want is for more stuff like that just to be out in the forefront. I don't really care about the awards and the validation. <laughs> I just want it to be made and for us to share it more and more compared to everything else, you know? To quote his good friend Kendrick Lamar, he just wants to be heard. Yeah, yep, sounds all right. Ain't that right, man? Your good friend Kendrick. 
good friend Kendrick. We met at SOVs. We're not gonna make this about me. It's on the wrong side.